Welcome back to the Wandering Pilgrims podcast. This episode, I guess we're going to be talking about becoming a researcher. Yep. And how to do that. Mm-hmm. So this should be fun. <laughs> So, we kind of came up with this idea because with everything that we do on our website and social media and stuff, we share a lot of either history or we'll share about false doctrines, false teachers, things that are out of context, lots of different stuff. Mm-hmm. And we get a lot of comments from people who will ask us to research stuff or if we already have or ask what something means or just a variety of questions. And we kind of came to the conclusion that it would be a good idea to put together some resources to help people learn how to research and build their discernment in different ways. Yeah. Um, we actually, it, it's funny because we've always kind of been researchers. Even, yeah, even before. Way, yeah. mm-hmm. um, we did it secularly, I guess. I would research maybe... I dive deep into a show or dive deep into maybe a political issue or mm-hmm. whatever and you'd you'd always dive deep into different stuff. You were always the YouTube uh digger for yeah. information. <laughs> um yeah. So it's funny to see how God was preparing us to do this kind of thing even before. Yeah. Um and when we kind of started coming to this understanding, we didn't really have anybody to rely on. I mean, the Lord just kind of guided us to good sound teachers, uh, starting with mm-hmm. Paul Washer, and then we just kind of slowly started expanding outward yeah. <laughs> from people that we saw around Paul Washer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um to kind of figure out what was true, what was false, what was who we should listen to, who we shouldn't, and and yeah. everything. And we actually were talking about this earlier. Part of why we wanted to do this episode is because we don't want anybody to take our word for anything. Yeah, no. No, we, we want everyone to be able to do their own research and take a look at it and and make sure that even like what we're saying is in line with scripture. Yeah, exactly. And that kind of brings us to our first point, going to scripture first. Yeah. Like that seems as far as biblical discernment and research, that is the first place you should go. If you have questions about a verse and its context, for instance, mm-hmm. 
or if it's being twisted or misused. First thing to do, go read the verse in context. Yeah. <laughs> um, pray before you do and read it in context. If it's still you're not quite sure, read more context. Mm-hmm. <laughs> keep Keep reading right through there. Maybe look up a commentary or some notes from a trusted uh, pastor or teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is the first place you should go. And we're even given an example of that in Scripture, right? Yeah. Yeah, when Paul and Silas go to Berea. Berea. <laughs> I've heard it said. Both ways. Both ways. Yeah. yeah. In, uh, in Acts 17. Okay. So it says, uh, The brothers immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea. And when they arrived, they went into the Jewish synagogue. Now these Jews were more noble than those in Thessalonica. They received the word with all eagerness, examining the scriptures daily to see if these things were so. Many of them, therefore, believed with not a few Greek women of high standing as well as men. So Paul and Silas go and they're preaching the gospel to these people and they're immediately going to their scriptures which we can probably assume are the prophets and Moses uh, and they're checking everything they say against the prophets to make sure against scripture to make sure that it lines up yeah so i mean that's that is the first key to growing in we know you know all wisdom comes from god Mm -hmm. we grow in wisdom and understanding through prayer and through reading god's word Mm -hmm. so the first building block in discerning and growing in that wisdom and being able to tell when somebody says something that it's not right is knowing God's word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's that simple. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, like stay with us here. If you want to know mm. how to discern and begin researching, you start with God's word. Best advice, start at the beginning. Don't stop till you get to the end. Mm-hmm. Then start over. Yeah, that's what gets <laughs> me. It's like it's a it's it's a book. It's you read it just like you would any other book. Yeah. Or you should. You should. The, you should. The the whole thing is is while it's not necessarily um, placed in the book in absolute chronological order. Highly recommend reading it that way. <laughs> it, it still reads from start to finish. Yes. So, so why why would the, the analogy that I use a lot when I'm talking to people is is so what a lot of people do, um, unfortunately, is they'll take this verse and they'll take that verse and they'll take this verse over here and that verse from this book and, and and use it completely out of context 
uh, but they got it figured out. Um, the issue with that is, is, is it, it when you come when you take that and you place it on just a normal like secular book, it, it's it's completely silly. Um, you can't take um, a C.S. Lewis book, right? Yeah. Um, like um, the line, "The Witch in the Wardrobe." Go to page five. You know, verse. Well, not verse, but paragraph two, sentence four. Paragraph two, sentence four, and you're like, "Oh, I got it. I know what it means. I've got this." It just sounds silly, and it because it is. It's completely silly to read a book like that, and yet so many people do it. All you have to do is is start in Genesis one, in the beginning. And read all the way to Revelation 22. The end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and repeat. Uh, and repeat. Because <laughs> it never stops teaching. No. Never. Never, ever, ever. So, and it's also a sad truth, which I don't remember if we've mentioned it on here before or not, but the sad truth that only between 9 and 11% of professing Christians have read the entire Bible the book that they profess yeah. to believe in and stand on where all of their beliefs come from. Mm-hmm. Can't defend what we don't know. Yeah. Not properly. No. And we get snowed mm-hmm. a lot Yeah, by false doctrines when we don't know mm-hmm. God's word. Yeah. So as simple as that may seem, mm-hmm. that is by and large the first step. Yeah. In learning to be able to not be tricked, Mm -hmm. to not be taken in. It can still happen, Mm -hmm. but it'll get harder for that to happen. That 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 won't Yeah. It won't be happening to people all the time if you're in God's word. Yeah, it's it's very hard to be fooled by a fake when you know the original. Um in I hear Walter Martin. Yeah, yeah, speaking to that, (laughs) Walter Martin has a very good analogy about counterfeit money. Yeah. Um, I won't go into the analogy. You can look it up. (laughs) Just type in Walter Martin counterfeit. (laughs) Uh, And I'll leave his his analogy to him. Um, But it's very true. Well, and I guess that kind of brings us to... Because that's like the first step and as a whole. And a lot of the questions we get have to do with context. Yep. Biblical context. Um, what does this mean? Uh, is this is this related to this? And things like that. And um, so, but the thing is, is like if you're trying to research and understand something about biblical context, it's a lot easier if you're already reading. So... Let's just assume that that part's happening, right? So, say you come across a verse online. It's posted without comment, without context. Um, So, first things first, simple. Don't ask. I I mean, I'm not saying don't ask me, period, or don't ask Josh, or don't ask, you know. you, You can definitely rely on your brothers and sisters in Christ who may have learned something. (laughs) But... First things first, go to your Bible. Yeah. <laughs> not the comment section, not the 
you know, the messenger feature. Yeah. We love hearing from y'all. I'm not trying yeah, to discourage anybody, but... But, yeah, I mean, like, to that point, like, having a good a good study Bible so that you can go read the verse in its context and then have sound notes to back that up. Yeah, we actually have... We each have one. Yeah. And we... (laughs) (laughs) It's fun. Yeah, the way we study is actually kind of fun. I have the MacArthur, um, and you have the Reformation. Reformation study Bible. So, when we study together as a family, we'll we'll read the text, and then we'll go through the notes together. And, I mean, if if you know Sproul and MacArthur at all, and Sproul was the editor of the Reformation Bible... You know that they differ on, on, <laughs> on secondary a, issues. On secondary issues, yeah. but on a decent amount of secondary issues. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of fun mm-hmm. to do that back and forth because yeah. you can see the different perspectives. Um, Especially when you get to the prophets. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's that's just a little side note about how we study. You mm-hmm. don't have to have a study Bible. I mean... But it is extremely helpful. It has helped yeah. us grow a lot in the past mm-hmm. year or so, being yeah. able to do that. Um, but, yeah, if you come across a verse or you see somebody posting something and you're just not sure, go to your Bible first um, and read read the whole chapter it still doesn't click read the chapter before and the chapter after if it's not a long letter or book read the whole thing Mm -hmm. get as much context as you can Um, one of the ones that we get a lot of questions about has to do with um, a lot of people have seemed uncertain about prayer Mm -hmm. and how to pray Um, a lot of the verbiage of of rebuking and having authority and things like that Mm. Um, we had shared a couple of posts about that and people will share verses Mm -hmm. trying to defend that saying well christ sent the 12 apostles out and gave them authority and they're posting the verses and i'm like the context is even in that verse Mm -hmm. he gave it to the 12 yeah. apostles in this verse, in this context. So, I mean, that's just an example of something that mm-hmm. you it, it does take practice and it does take prayer and asking the Lord to help you understand. I mean, we're even, like, as far as that goes, you're even given an example in Acts about people trying to do what Paul was doing without, that, without the specific authority that the apostles were given through the Holy Spirit. And I want to make that clear. Through the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It was the Holy Spirit who was doing those things. Mm-hmm. Not the men who were walking around. No. The, there were, I do remember one time I had somebody send a, a comment or, or something about having, about rebuking. Mm-hmm. And they listed one of the verses where it showed Christ rebuking Mm -hmm. and I'm reading it and I was just thinking, I'm like, but we're not, (laughs) 
we're not. No. We're, we're not Jesus. No. Oh, my goodness. We have really gotten into this bad habit of seeing ourselves in in Scripture way, way too much and reading reading ourselves into scripture. That is not the context. Yeah, see this is this is the problem with with the fact that the word of faith movement, uh NAR teachings, um uh even new age stuff ha- has infiltrated the church as much as it has because uh thinking um it, it, here here's the problem is that people don't um bring these assumptions to their natural conclusion, right? So if you think that you have the same authority that Jesus had, that means you have a very low view of who he was, is. He is God in the flesh, the second person of the Trinity. You, We as human beings do not have the same authority. No. And they will argue, the argument will then, of course, be made about, like, the part where he gives authority to the Twelve. But again, in the context... We're not apostles. We're not apostles. (laughs) And we're we're definitely not one of the Twelve there. Yeah. I mean, we're a little tangenty off on this. Didn't mean to get tangenty, but it... On the other hand, it's hard to not give kind of an example of what we're talking about when we're talking about in context. Mm-hmm. You know, and we, we have a lot of people who either will provide something out of context or will ask questions about out of context, mm-hmm. and we want to help everyone know how to go and check. Yeah. I don't I don't want anybody taking my word for anything, mm-hmm. and I know you don't want anybody taking your word for anything. Yeah. So, like... I we I'm not saying that we're not there to help if we can mm-hmm. but the authority is God's word. Definitely go to God's word. Don't rely on a comment section, don't rely on on us, don't rely on on anyone uh, besides prior to God. <laughs> yeah. Um go to God's word first. So that that would be our advice for, you know, first step, start reading the Bible mm-hmm. from cover to cover. Next, this is how you get context for something if it comes up. Um, also, I would like to say that if you don't happen to have a study Bible, and we highly recommend getting one, we'll probably put some links in there to some of them, that to the two that we, we really love. Yeah. But there is a free commentary um, Matthew Henry's commentary is free online. Um, we're actually putting together an entire resource about researching for our website, and I'll be sure to put a link in there about that. Mm-hmm. So y'all can go to that because that's that's free. Yeah. Matthew Henry's solid. It's a good place to go if you need a little help in figuring something out. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love reading his commentaries. Mm-hmm. So, I guess moving on to another major thing that comes up as far as people needing or wanting help with researching or discerning. Mm -hmm. Um, Sound teachers or teachings versus false. 
teachers and teachings. Yeah. We share a lot about false teachers and teachings because we were taken in by some of the false teachers and teachings for a while. So yeah. we really want to help mm-hmm. um, others mm-hmm. with that. Uh, and just the amount of messages and comments and all kinds of things just asking about different people or different teachings it's we welcome that and we're I hate to say that there are so many falsehoods going on yeah um but sometimes it's it's somebody's you know local that's small we want to be able to help you know, the person who we can't go to Oklahoma and research the yeah. <laughs> the person in the town. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I mean, there they're, they're are really famous ones that everyone knows about. Yeah. Right? It's false teachers. And some uh, up-and-comers. Yeah, Joel Steen and Kenneth Copeland and Kenneth Hagen and, and folks, folks like that. Uh, and then, but the, the issue isn't there. It's well, not... It is it an is, issue. It but. is an issue there, but the issue is it, it largely is ground level. It's local churches, lo, you know, and I, I use that in quotations because if if there's a, a, a building where a, a false teacher is teaching falsely, yeah, uh, that that's not. It's a, it's it's a word of faith church. That's not a church. It's not, not a Christian it's not, church. It's not part of the church. They don't teach Christian doctrine there. Um, you know, and and it, 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 even if it, if it is a church, um, say it's it's a legalist church. Yeah, that's a whole different set of doctrine and yeah. beliefs. But these places are all they're everywhere. Yeah. You know, and it, it can be blunt and outspoken, uh, or it could be very, very subtle. Uh, and, and it could just be because the the people who are in charge of the church don't have enough discernment to figure it out yet. Yeah. And that's really where steps one and two really, really play a key role. Mm-hmm. Because if it is on the ground level, you may not have the same ability to research no. as you would something or someone you see online. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of these, some of these still do work. Yeah. Um, and also, the thing about ground level is you can kind of find out who maybe a, a teacher that you are questioning who they read, who they follow, mm-hmm. um, those kinds of things. And knowing some of the players yeah. and being able to tell what's false mm-hmm. can be helpful in discerning on the ground level. So we're hoping to help with that. Um, mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, uh, we've actually started creating kind of like clearinghouse pages for different false teachers, false doctrine, mm-hmm. um to just be a resource for people that they can come to our website and type in a name 
and or look on the page and they'll click their name and just everything that we've ever researched that we've ever found and ever um, found useful and helpful uh, we've we've listed in one spot yeah for people to be able to use it and and you know no most of the time no commentary um, a couple of them there is the, yeah. <laughs> a couple of them there is but most of the time it's just a clearinghouse kind of page so that mm-hmm. people can have it all in one place they can go through it all themselves maybe with a friend or you know because we've had that happen that's how we have some of so much of the research done already yeah is that we've had to talk to people that we love and care about about people that they follow um mm-hmm. so we've had to collect all of this stuff so we thought having it all together for other people would be helpful too at our website um but the thing is is like when you're trying to figure out sound teaching versus false teaching or teachers Again, we're assuming you're doing steps one and two. Mm-hmm. We're going to assume that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so then the question goes, how do you go about maybe researching someone who's who's larger than ground level, you know, or, or just local, right? Um, well, I know this may sound kind of obvious, um, but one of the first things to do like you're brand new, you've never researched before, search the teacher's name with the term false teacher <laughs> next <Yeah>. to it. <laughs> um, whether or and, and other terms, maybe false prophet or heresy or things like that. Now keep in mind, you might get some loony stuff. I'm, I'm not, you know. <laughs> yeah. But that is a place to start. And if you mm-hmm. know solid teachers, like for instance, Justin Peters, or mm-hmm. Chris Roseborough and Fighting with the Faith. Or Fighting for the Faith. Fighting with the Faith. See? Yeah. Fighting for the Faith. Or Messed Up Church. Mm-hmm. Um, those are solid places. Yeah. So if you type in Kenneth Copeland, False Teacher, and Justin Peters comes up. Yeah. You know you can click on that. And he mm-hmm. will give you a solid explanation. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that sounds simple, but... A lot of people have never had to research in this way. Yeah. Now, the one thing you do have to be careful of is, um, what's the term? Um, Uber discernment, hyper hyper discernment channels or whatever um, that are incredibly. Nobody's um, good enough. Yeah. Nobody's ever good enough. Um, That doesn't mean that they get everything wrong all the time, but you do have to be very careful. So yeah. first things first, know who your sound teachers are, and then mm. you can go from there when you're searching these things because you'll you'll see, hey, oh, John MacArthur said something on this, or hey, Vody addressed this, or Wretched's talked about this, Todd mm-hmm. Friel. Once you start knowing who some of your sound people are, mm. that helps you a lot. Yeah. Also, just for researching purposes i would suggest searching like the name and the terms on youtube rather than on um google because google you're going to get there's a lot more bloggers than there are just youtube channels Mm -hmm. so it you'll get better results yeah it won't get so muddy yeah 
Yeah, and plus you're going to see you have a graphic to look at, and you can look through mm-hmm. their, you know, their other stuff yeah. a lot easier on YouTube than you can on a discernment mm-hmm. blog. Um, and I'm trying to think of all of the possible things. It's hard to sit down and like think out your process. Yeah. Sometimes. Um, well, one of the things that I wanted to do was was share uh, like a, a, an anecdotal story. Um, <laughs> we were uh, we were listening to worship music. Yeah, I actually have um, something on worship music yeah. I'm gonna include. Um, but uh, we were in a place where there was worship music. Um, and we were listening to the words. Me and me and you both have this thing about um, we. You know, when, the first time we hear a song, it's less about what it sounds like and more about what the words are. Yeah. Well, so what are they saying? Um, and both of us very quickly picked up on the fact that something was off. Yeah. Um, about the words. Um, so just a quick, okay, the, 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 what's the name of the song? Okay, so we looked up the song. We just Googled the name of the song. Yeah. Who wrote it? Right, so you look up who wrote it. Uh, and it, it was an artist. Uh, and, okay, who is this artist associated with? What, what? what church or what group or, you know, and it comes up that this artist is associated with a specific church. Okay, what does this church teach? Well, this church uh, overseas is actually an NAR church. Yep. A New Apostolic Reformation church overseas. Uh, So, obviously, that is a large red flag um now uh you know mo- a lot of songs most of the ones you're going to come across will as justin peters puts it they'll pass the smell test yeah uh it'll it'll smell christian um but once you dig into it uh it's not going to be and that's the danger with music is the fact that even <laughs> even a broken clock is right twice a day yeah so and it, if they get just enough right to keep you listening to it, you're still going to hear all the bad theology mm-hmm. that's in that's in the music coming out of these false churches. And that's not even just with music; that's with anything false. Yeah, any false teacher, any false doctrine. Mm-hmm. I mean, or a person who's who's yeah. teaching or sharing false doctrine. But just on a phone with within five minutes. Yeah. You know. We 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 were able to pick out that this was probably not a song that we should be listening to. Yeah. Well, and that actually that reminds me of another tip. Actually, um, so you know we talked about searching their name with say false teacher, right? Mm-hmm. Well, say you know that somebody is a false teacher. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to use our local favorite, Stephen Furtick. <laughs> um, mm. <laughs> Oof. Um, so say you come across this new 
teacher and you're not sure whether or not they're sound, you've never seen them before. So search them with, search, you know, Billy Bob with Stephen Furtick. Billy Bob and Elevation. You know, search yeah. those names together because then you're going to be able to tell, hey, does he hang out with Stephen Furtick? You know, you can tell a lot mm-hmm. by association. Yeah. Um, now, that's not an end-all, be-all. People, people no, it's screw not, but up. You're definitely, you're definitely, except for very rare occasions. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you're not going to find someone who is reformed hanging out with someone who is a modalist. No, no, no. You're not. You know, no, you're or, not going to find or, or somebody who's faith. been. You're not going to find somebody who's been doing step one and step two. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hanging out with you know, with the somebody. Only, yeah, the only time you're going to see Justin Peters. Uh, hanging out with, uh, he's not going to be hanging out. No. Uh, you know, near, and the only time you're going to see him near <laughs> Copeland or Benny Hinn or any of those like is when he's confronting someone. Yes. We have video evidence of it. <laughs> <laughs> not we personally. You know. We have seen the video evidence of yeah. it. But, um, and there is another thing for researching because a, a lot of, a lot of women are really starting to seem to be researching. Um, if you're researching women teachers, mm-hmm. if you, if they say they're a pastor, just stop. Just, just like stop. Yeah. It, it, that's, that's, that's pretty much the first red flag. And to be honest, the only one you need, you, you <laughs> need not go any further in your research. If the mm-hmm. woman is called a pastor, if she preaches to men actively, you need go no further. Your research day was short. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go any deeper because they're already in violation of Scripture. Yeah. Um, so, like, if, if they're preaching and, and teaching actively men in authoritative position, mm-hmm. no, no. <laughs> Just, you don't have to, don't don't have yeah. to go any further. Um, but... Speaking of music and lyrics and, like, artists um, and trying to find out if they're sound, Mm -hmm. when we started doing all of the music stuff, which has become, my goodness, just a monster. There's so much of it. it, It's so difficult. Um, But originally we started out, like, doing the lyrics. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, that is extremely difficult and time-consuming. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, we have a set group of who we know is sound and trustworthy at mm-hmm. the moment. That could yeah. change at any given moment because of how volatile the music industry is for Christian music. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not its not exactly the same as a pastor. Yeah. But, you know... Um, yeah, it's not the same, but definitely you can still... You can still use your discernment in who they associate themselves with, especially if if they're an independent group or or or, or a solo act. Yeah. Um, who they most associate themselves with. Um, well, and let's be honest. So let's you're doing steps one, two, and now you can do step three, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. 
we learned a lot about association at this mm-hmm. point. Um, and with the way like contemporary Christian music is at this point, um, finding association is absolutely one of your telltale signs of whether or not they're going to have sound music or not. Yeah. Because I'm somebody that stands there and I read the tiny copyright print. Yeah. Because I want to see the names of the people who wrote it, mm-hmm. not just who's singing it. Mm-hmm. Because somebody who seems okay could sing a song that was written by somebody who's not. Yeah. And now that person and potentially that church or organization is getting money and royalties mm-hmm. off of it being played and sung. Yeah. So I'm that I'm I'm that kind of crazy. Um but it matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. And that's that's the other problem is that these songs they get shared around and shared around and shared around. So you'll have someone who is sound, who writes a good, theologically rich song, uh, and then that song is covered by 17 artists who are associated with a false church. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not saying don't dig into the lyrics, but ultimately, knowing where the song came from... hmm is typically more helpful. Yeah. Um, and the best way, like terms and searching, search the person's name with these places that call themselves churches. Mm-hmm. Search. Yeah, so you can Billy do... Bob and Elevation. Search Billy Bob and Bethel. Search Billy Bob and. Uh, yeah, you can definitely part and Hillsong. parcel certain groups because if you look up Passion. like songs like from Jesus Culture, yeah, like they're associated with Bethel. Yeah. Bethel is a false church. Just nixed. Done. Yeah. To be honest, that's been a huge time saver, and I know that that sounds, probably sounds horrible, but... There's no no neutrality here. And there's, well, there's there's just no point in going through, okay, well, I really like Jesus culture. What songs do they have that are sound? If if you're already worried about it... Yeah. Just... Don't listen to that group. No. Because they're going to get stuff right mm-hmm. to hook you in. Yeah. And then you're you're helping a false church. Yeah, because they do get paid. Yeah. And Wait. they're using their music. And a lot more churches that, I, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always hesitant when I see a new group that's come out of a church. Like right now, um, Lakewood, that Austin's his mm-hmm. church. Yeah. Um they're starting to do some music and stuff. Mm-hmm. So see they they're all looking at things like Bethel and Hillsong and taking the parts that they see that have worked for them mm-hmm. and bringing them over here, you know, just a different flavor with a different church. Yeah. Still false, doesn't matter. If I wouldn't listen to him preach, I'm not going to listen to music that comes out of it. Yeah. And if there's people that are associating with them actively, then they're okay with it. Or they're lacking discernment enough mm-hmm. that if they're lacking that much discernment, how can I trust that they're discerning in the songs and the music that they choose? I can't. There's yeah. just, there's no way to trust that. Um, you, you can't keep up with it. Well, and we're supposed to worship in spirit and truth. Mm-hmm. We can't do that if the songs are full of falsehoods. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, 
music is by far probably the hardest thing to research. Um, and I would add this. And this is, it's kind of about music. It's pretty much anything false teacher or music-wise. Eventually, you can do all of these steps. Eventually, you are going to try to research a teacher or a musician that isn't well-known. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be extremely difficult and frustrating. Um, and when that happens, just pray for discernment. Mm-hmm. Just pray. Um, pray for for him to help you find the answer. Um, and to know whether or not they're sound. Um, it may require you digging deeper than you've had to. Um, There's been times when we've had to sit and actually listen to sermons of people to help other people know whether or not Mm -hmm. a person was sound. Yeah. Um, And going through lyrics and digging, like really digging deep to find out, you know, who is this person? Who are they associated with? It is not always easy. You're going to run into those that are hard. And that's when you lean on scripture and you lean on prayer and you just trust he god will provide god will show you mm-hmm. where someone is either true or false and that's always by their fruits it may be hard to find sometimes um but i just i did want to add that um Ultimately, I think sometimes that we're, we come across the harder ones as a reminder to dive into his word more mm-hmm. because it's not always easy. And sometimes we lean, we can lean too heavily on what somebody says, what Wretched says, what mm-hmm. Justin Peters says. And I'm, I'm not saying that don't use them as resources because they're fantastic resources, but Sometimes we can just go through the motions that we've learned and every once in a while we'll come across one that's not that easy. And then we really dig in to the word to find out, are these people sound? Mm-hmm. Are they not? And it just drives us back to the truth. Yeah. And that is that God's word is the authority. Mm-hmm. And that we have good men and women mm-hmm. who do stand for truth. And then that we have, unfortunately, a lot that use it mm-hmm. and manipulate it. Um, and I know that there is, this is probably going to seem a little crazy and weird, but I was actually doing it this past weekend <laughs> in researching for an upcoming article or post. Um, probably one that's not going to be very popular. <laughs> mm. Uh one of the ways you can research people that is very, very helpful, it's it's not always a, a given because people don't always clean these things out, okay? Mm-hmm. Instagram, Twitter followers, who they share, um, who they follow. If I can go to Instagram and I can go to Twitter, Twitter especially, you can see who they retweet and stuff like that, so you can really tell who they follow on Twitter. Yeah. Um, but... Instagram resharing and stuff like that. And then, you know, like I say, they could 
they may have come to a better understanding at this point versus when they followed that person a long, long time ago. But if you see that they follow a whole bunch of people you know to be false and then they share stuff that's questionable or false, yeah. either from their own mouth or from them, mm-hmm. from those teachers, it's a really kind of quick... It's an indicator. Indicator. Yeah. Um, because I, I am that person that will scroll through over a thousand people, <laughs> apparently. Um, but when it's when it's somebody especially that's harder to research yeah. and gauge, then y- you you need to check all of your boxes. Mm-hmm. And the one I was researching wasn't necessarily hard to research, mm-hmm. but it was one of those I want to cover all my bases kind of deal. Um, so I, I always try to do the extra legwork because I, I want to I want to make sure with discernment yeah. because it's a big deal mm-hmm. if you think somebody's false. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. you need to be sure of it before you're just pointing fingers. Mm-hmm. Um, we would never do that without a, an abundance yeah. of evidence. Um, so... My last thing that I wanted to say was that we are going to, I think I mentioned this earlier, put out a post with all of these steps, maybe a little more in-depth, and then at at the end of it probably, um, we are going to put together some sound places that you can turn to to research. Mm-hmm. Um that we have we have used repeatedly over and over again. And then I'm also going to add some of the things I use to research music because, like I say, music has been one of the hardest things to research. And I've found some tools that are extremely helpful in just getting that information very quickly without having to dig through pages and pages of Google searches. Mm -hmm. Um, So we are going to put that together for y'all and we will, I'll try to post it at the same time so I can include a link to that in the description um, of this podcast as well as videos. But uh, we just, this seemed necessary this seemed like something that really needed to be discussed because I can't find anywhere just teaching or helping in any way, helping someone learn who's new how to go about researching things. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm glad we did this one. Yeah, me too. Um, so I guess if if you want to connect with us, we have every possible social media thing at this point. Yep, we're we're all over the place. Yeah, after Facebook and Instagram, especially, like, just try to find us on the other ones. Um, there's <laughs> there's usually links. We try to put links in all of our posts mm-hmm. that we do for all of the smaller upstart ones that we actually kind of really enjoy. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we also got YouTube and Rumble. Yep. And then of course, uh, you can find us at our website, thewanderingpilgrims.com. dot mm-hmm which I'll be putting a link to. Um, and uh, we started Patreon. We're finally yeah, we kind yeah. of 
starting to figure that out. Um, we're mm-hmm. actually hashing out ideas for like different stuff to offer on Patreon. Yeah. Um, which is kind of fun and exciting at mm-hmm. the same time. We're still kind of learning how to use that. <laughs> <laughs> but we hope this is helpful to y'all because we, like we say, don't rely on us. Yeah. <laughs> like we're, we want to share good content that will edify and help keep people away from this stuff and be more informed. But we don't ever want anybody taking our word for it. Yeah, please, please don't. God's word first. <laughs> yeah. And always. Sola Scriptura. Mm-hmm. Um, scripture alone is our authority, right? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why we wanted to do this. We we want to help people. We're, we're still going to post the stuff and help as much as we can, and we'll help with the comments and with messages when we can, um, which is, isn't always easy. But um, we want y'all to be able to do this on your own because you need to be able to do it on your own. Yeah, discernment is not an option. No, it's commanded. For, for Christians, it's, it's commanded, yeah. So I guess that pretty much wraps up this episode. Sorry this one was a little longer than normal, but... Uh, it, there was a lot to cover here and just how to do this. Yeah. Um, so I guess until next time, keep wandering through the world and keep wandering through God's word, pilgrims. <laughs>